This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back or welcome to my podcast. My name is Carly and I hope you are having a fabulous now fall season day wherever you are in the world. And if you are somewhere where it's not fall, (laughs) regardless of whatever season it is, whatever hour you're in, whatever country you're in, I hope you are having a fabulous day. And for some reason, the universe has co-created this meeting of us together. So I am happy to be here with you today as we dive deep into unlocking our true potential. And today's podcast episode is actually based on a question that one of you guys asked me on Spotify. So yes, I do read your comments and I really do appreciate all of the feedback and also episode suggestions. So if you're listening to this and you are wanting more content on manifestation, law of attraction, law of assumption, or whatever else it is that you are pondering, if my content resonates with you, please be sure to just ask me in the comments or suggestions section if you are on Spotify what you are wanting to hear more of or want more clarification on. So, today we're going to have another episode about the subconscious mind. One of you asked a question about how to reprogram your subconscious mind and make it quote-unquote stick. So, today's episode is going to be all about what you can do in order to reprogram your subconscious mind, unlock your true potential in order for you to manifest the life that you choose. So beautiful soul, if you are ready to dive deeper into our subconscious mind and understand life on a completely new level, which will allow you to catapult yourself into your fully manifested realities, get ready, let's co-create. Okay, so here we are again with another subconscious mind episode and I'm going to hopefully make this very quick, so I'm just going to jump right into it. So if you've been here before, you probably realize that I do have some other episodes on the subconscious mind, as well as some other episodes that I'm going to refer to in this episode. So check out the show notes to links to other episodes if you want to go further into any of the points that I mentioned. So this episode, like I mentioned, is all about reprogramming your subconscious mind and basically preparing it. So you can allow your subconscious mind to be fertile and ready in order to blossom and to grow and to bloom whatever it is that you are choosing to manifest into your current reality. So I have come up with six steps on how it is that we can go about reprogramming and I'm just going to jump right into it. So step number one is to actually switch the narrative. So you are not reprogramming your subconscious mind. The first step of reprogramming your subconscious mind is to stop referring to the fact that you have to reprogram your subconscious mind. And the reason why I say this is when you think about it, 
When you say things like, you have to reprogram your subconscious mind, what you're essentially doing is saying that there is some aspect of you that is weak or that is vulnerable and that you need to change something about yourself in order to get to where you have to be. And for me, I honestly see this as playing victim. We oftentimes like to blame other things or other people or even ourselves as to the reason why we cannot get the things that we want. It seems so much easier to put the power on something else and see it as something that's hard to overcome rather than taking full responsibility, saying that we are in control and being confident and trusting in ourselves. The first thing that I want you to do if you are listening and you are so eager and so ready to reprogram your subconscious mind is to change the narrative. We are not reprogramming our subconscious mind. We are actually trying to build a better relationship with it. We are trying to further understand it. There's no need to play victim or to blame past programming, what happened to you as a child. And this is not to downplay anything that anyone has gone to through. Any pain, any hurt, any trauma, all of those things are valid. They are real and they are they happen to you. But part of us taking our power back is realizing that those moments do not define us. And it's easy to blame our parents or the people that we grew up with or society on why it is that we can't get the things that we want, but it's also the most limiting thing you can possibly do. Those events, those people, they do not define who you are. You are the creator of your reality and you have full control within every single moment of every single day to change the story, change the script. And that is what is actually going to dictate what manifests for you. So we're going to start here by saying we are going to reprogram our subconscious mind by completely erasing the fact that there is something wrong with our subconscious mind, that we're missing something, that we have to change something in any way. Which leads me to the second step which is to change the relationship with your subconscious mind. Instead of seeing it as some primitive, old age part of you that is unevolved, that is limiting, see it as a friend or your support system. I already have an episode all about changing your relationship with your subconscious mind in order to really step back into your power. So I am going to have that link in the show notes but very briefly when i say to change the relationship with your subconscious mind just like in the previous step where we have decided that we're not going to consider ourselves or as having to reprogram it right because there's nothing wrong with it it's not broken step number three will make this very clear in order for you to understand why there is nothing actually wrong with your subconscious mind and what you can do to actually impress your subconscious mind with the things that you are wanting but what i like to do is see my subconscious mind as proof that the universe has my back and i see the subconscious mind as this part of me that wants me to succeed now i've again i've mentioned this in previous episodes so i will link it in the show notes but when you think about it your subconscious mind is literally the evidence that 
you are an extension of God, that you are an extension of source energy, the universe, whatever you call that beautiful power. Because your subconscious mind is the part of you which beats your heart, which allows you to breathe without thinking, which allows you to blink without thinking, digest your food, fight off invaders with your amazing immune system. There is so much going on behind the scenes that we cannot even fathom. And that is how intricate it is. And that is how things are lined up in your favor. Think about it. Everything that you need in this reality in order to survive is given to you naturally. Your body takes care of so many things that you don't even have to think about. You can go to sleep and all of these processes are going to continue on. Your heart doesn't take a break. Your lungs don't stop. Overall notion in life is to keep you alive. That is the point of your subconscious mind being able to do all these things for you. And so obviously in order for you to fully enjoy this life, you have to be alive. So that is, when you think about it, that is such a huge burden or a huge weight off your shoulders that you don't have to tell your heart how to beat and when to beat. Can you imagine if we had to actually dictate these things? There's no way that we can go out into the world, do the things that we do, while simultaneously telling our bodies what to do and when to do it. Even though a lot of people will agree and say like, that's cool, but your subconscious mind, that's all that it cares about. It only cares about your survival. I beg to differ. And the reason being is when you really think about the things that you choose to manifest, where do you think you get those ideas from anyway? In the same way that science cannot explain the energy that comes and where it comes and how it comes in order to start your heartbeat. In the same way, where do your thoughts and desires come from? Have you noticed how some people want to be artists and other people want to be mathematicians? How come some people were able to grasp certain desires? Where do we get these ideas and this inspiration and these impulses to begin with? Knowing that my subconscious mind is connected to that God energy and it's, it's lovingly beating my heart right now, when I'm in a state of just neutrality and I get this idea, for example, like when I got the idea to make my app or when I got the idea to become a scientist and I thought about these things, and they just popped into my mind. Circumstances and things happened which could have led to them, but I still got the thought to go for something. And I thought about it and it felt good in my body and I decided to go for it. But again, where did these thoughts come from? I truly believe that that same God energy that's beating your heart is the same God energy that is sending you that desire. It knows what you are capable of. It knows what's unique about you. And that's why when you think about certain things or you choose certain desires that you want to manifest, they just feel so good when you think about them. And I truly believe that that is the reason. So step number two, really change the relationship with your subconscious mind. See your subconscious mind as a support system, a friend, someone who really just wants the very best for you. And that is why your manifestations feel so at home and exciting and like joyful for you. It's because your subconscious mind knows that it's something that resonates with you and it believes in you and it trusts in you to bring it about. How amazing is it that your subconscious mind supports you 
from the very first thought that you have about a manifestation. That is your subconscious mind presenting you with something, showing you that it supports you. And not only does it support you, it believes in you. Because like I mentioned, why is it that you get the idea to experience certain things or to do or have or create some certain things and someone else has an idea to do something completely different? It may not necessarily be that that person's not capable of doing the things that you are wanting for yourself, but maybe it doesn't resonate with them on a soul level like it resonates for you. And that's what makes you unique and that's what makes you special. And to me, that is the proof that the universe is supporting you. Because think about it, sometimes those thoughts and those ideas, those impulses, they seem to just come out of nowhere. And it's so natural and so strong and it's so powerful because of the fact that your subconscious mind does support you and does have your back. That being said, going into step number three, knowing that the subconscious mind supports you, it's the one that presents you with these desires half the time, what you have to do now is not necessarily reprogram your subconscious mind, but to shift your conscious mind. So now we are completely going from trying to reprogram our subconscious mind to reprogramming or shifting our conscious mind. And now why is that? The reason is because although your subconscious mind is that powerful source within you, it's that God energy within you, it is capable of all things, you have free will here. And your free will is dictated and is governed by your conscious mind. It is your conscious mind that impresses your subconscious mind. Because you have free will, you have the power to decide which thoughts you entertain and which thoughts you don't entertain. And just like I mentioned, the subconscious mind sends you those powerful desires, those thoughts that feel good. There is also the possibility of us always picking up on other thought forms. And these thought forms may not resonate with us, And they may not necessarily come from the subconscious mind, but they can come from the collective conscious mind. So all of the fear thoughts, all of the limiting beliefs, all of those things that you thought that you grew up and were impressed on you and you were too young and you couldn't understand why, those thoughts also exist as well because we live in a reality where all things are given the freedom of expression that's part of this life experience that we have chose to be a part of so the collective consciousness can have those thoughts of fear and those thoughts of anger and jealousy and hatred and whatever else that doesn't resonate with your desire what you have to do is shift your conscious mind to focusing on the things that resonate with and are in alignment with your desires So continue to think positively about your manifestations. Continue to be happy for others when they manifest their dreams. Even if it's something that you're trying to manifest. If you see someone else manifesting it, be glad for them. And apply good meaning that it means that whatever it is that you are choosing to manifest is on its way to you as well. 
you have the free will and that free will comes through your conscious mind and that is what impresses your subconscious your subconscious can bring up all these great ideas to you but it's up to you as a creator to choose which thoughts you entertain that's why this shift in your conscious perspective of knowing that you don't have to necessarily push away from the limiting beliefs or the fears and the things that come up as the creators of your reality you can allow yourself and again i had um i think my most recent episode i spoke a little more about this so i will include it again in the notes if you haven't listened to it yet but you don't have to necessarily push away from these thoughts and these beliefs all you have to do is realize that you live in a reality where you have free will and you get to choose. You get to choose which thoughts you give attention to. So you don't have to deny those thoughts, you don't have to push them away, you don't have to hate on them, you don't have to be upset at yourself for thinking them. All you have to do is acknowledge their presence because they exist. They exist and if you are conscious of it in this moment, that means that you had to have been vibrating at some type of level which would allow you to even be able to perceive of whatever it is that is not resonating with you at this moment. So don't give your power away to it by trying to force it out or push it away. Acknowledge it, send it love, and step back in your power and tell yourself that you are a creator and you choose to shift your focus onto something else. That really is all you have to do. You don't have to go out there and change the world or try to force everyone to see life the way you want or the way you believe. Because when you think about it, as you continue to focus on yourself and as you continue to send more love energy and more positive energy out into the universe, you will connect with those other souls that resonate with you at that same level and you will basically continue to expand the universal consciousness to being more loving and more caring and that's all that you have to do and when you think about it just like those times when you randomly pick up on the universal consciousness and you get those limiting beliefs or those fear thoughts as you continue to vibrate and have this energy of love and acceptance and belief in yourself and the good of all people you will start putting those thoughts into the universal consciousness as well. So just as you were able to pick up a thought out of the universal consciousness of fear and pain and worry, there's also thoughts of love and ease and success and manifestation also mixed into the universal consciousness that other people and yourself can also pick up on. So as you allow yourself to shift your focus without, again, pushing things away, sending things love and transmuting them, and just simply choosing to focus in a better way, that is one of the key concepts in trying to quote-unquote reprogram your subconscious mind. It's realizing that it's your conscious mind that's in complete control because although your subconscious mind is so powerful and it can manifest things in an instant, It's your conscious mind that has to give it the permission. Your subconscious mind doesn't see anything as good or bad. It just sees everything as just is. So all you have to do is not to try to convince your subconscious mind that your manifestation is important. You don't have to convince your subconscious mind that you are worthy. All you have to do is focus yourself consciously 
If anything, you have to consciously convince yourself of these things. Whatever it is that puts you in that feeling state and allows you to choose better for yourself. When you allow yourself to make that shift consciously, that is what is powering and governing the energy to your subconscious mind. So step number four is to expect all of this to be easy, fun, and natural. This is like the biggest, it's not the biggest rule, (laughs) but this is such an important rule that has really shifted my whole spiritual journey. Ever since I found Law of Attraction, I told myself that this stuff resonates with me and it was going to be fun, easy, and natural. And I have lived that experience and it has been true for me. What this did for me is it allowed me to, again, not put myself in this victim bubble like, oh, this is going to be hard. I can't do this. It takes people years to do this. I stopped the excuses and I told myself, if I'm the creator of my reality, then me manifesting and living the life that I choose is going to be fun, easy, and natural. Once you shift your mind that this is going to be easy, it gets so much easier to the point where I am now rereading books and I have things that are clicking for me that didn't click for me before. And I just keep having these downloads and these insights that just keep simplifying all of this. And it's making it more fun through the courses that I take and the people that I meet, the conversations that I have. All of these things are happening in fun ways. It's easy, it's natural, and it resonates with me. And that's why I wanted step number one is for us to switch the narrative that we're not reprogramming the subconscious mind. You know how difficult that sounds? You want to reprogram the subconscious mind, the same mind that beats your heart. You want to reprogram it. Like when you think about all the things that your subconscious mind does, it's probably a blessing that we cannot technically reprogram the subconscious mind. And I know some people might think I'm kooky because who am I to say this? Because I know all of these spiritual gurus and all these people love to talk about reprogramming your subconscious mind. But Think about it. If your conscious mind is what impresses your subconscious mind, then wouldn't you think you'd have to reprogram, if anything, or shift your conscious mind? That is why I wanted to take the word reprogramming out of this whole thing. You know, it's going to be the title of this episode because I know that's what people are searching for. But think about how hard it sounds that you have to reprogram something. And it's your subconscious mind. It's a part of you that you can't see. And you can feel into it sometimes, but it's very elusive. No one could really fully understand it. And you want to reprogram it. This subconscious mind is the thing that makes us so powerful. And the fact that we are conscious enough to tap into it. And think about it. You have to be very conscious in order to tap into your subconscious. That again shows you how powerful the conscious mind is as well. You know, we give a lot of power to the subconscious mind, obviously, because it's the creator of this reality. Again, it's the same energy that starts your heartbeat. It's that same energy that made sure that that sperm and that egg that is now you met and was able to differentiate into your lungs, your skin, your hair, that whole being, that whole beautiful being that is you. And it's that same energy that continues to grow you and expand you and i'm a scientist i know you guys know this i'm sorry i can go on this forever because i just 
I just love life, guys. Like, we are so powerful. But anyway, think about how difficult the word reprogramming, like, how do you reprogram all of that? Like, that just sounds difficult. And wouldn't it sound like that part of you is just so busy keeping you alive that the last thing it's going to have time for is for you to try to sit it down and whisper to it all the things you want to manifest? The beautiful thing is that that's not how it works because this is supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be fun and it's supposed to be natural. So make it easy, fun and natural. That's why I say in step number two to see your subconscious mind as a friend. How much easier is it to approach your subconscious mind as your best friend than it is to approach your subconscious mind as this prehistoric part of you that you're trying to convince that you want a million dollars but it's so busy trying to keep you alive like it would sound like that part of you doesn't really care about the money and it's just gonna focus on keeping you alive but that's not the case because our subconscious mind is just fertile soil that we could plant anything we want into we have so much control that even though our subconscious mind is so powerful and it's able to do all of these things when you start getting very stressed out you will see that played out on your physical body even though your subconscious mind is so intelligent and it has a blueprint for your entire body and it knows what to do when to do and how to do it without you consciously even having to think about it when you stress out when you stop believing in yourself when you fall into depression that's why the other parts of you also start to slow down because again you have this free will and your conscious mind is what is impressing your subconscious that is why it is important all of those amazing things that you want it is important not that it creates joy in your life because i truly believe that you have to find joy within yourself first and foremost but those things are allowed to add to your joy. And if they're adding to your joy, they're adding to your happiness, they will naturally also add to your health. Because now you're not going to be stressing about money. Now you're not going to be stressing about what other people are going to think about you because now you're a badass and you're confident in your skin. And so you can see how your subconscious mind would actually want you to have your manifestations because then you could just get the F out of its way and let it do its thing. So again, guys, expect manifestations to be fun. Expect it to be easy and expect it to be natural. You got this. You're not reprogramming anything. This isn't difficult. You don't have to keep even reading books and in order to figure this out. When I read my books now and I take my courses, I take it out of an energy of this is fun and I'm going to enjoy this instead of I am missing something and I need to figure out what that is because I need help manifesting, which takes me to step number five, which is finding the tools, the techniques, the courses that are fun and that resonate with you and do them from the energy of enjoyment and do it from the energy of being open and happy to expand your consciousness and wanting to learn instead of from the energy of I can't do this by myself I don't know the answers I need help even when you listen to these podcasts have this open mind that you are open to learning and expanding more and not from an energy of I need someone to help me to figure this out because honestly, like, if you're listening to this, this is the time of your life where you are meant to hear this. 
You don't need anything outside of yourself in order to create anything that you want. I can help remind you of things. Books can help remind you of things. Even if it's things that you feel like you've never heard of before, the proof that it resonates on a deep core level is basically proof of like source, God, universe, energy agreeing with you. And they're happy like, yes, like she's got it. Like I feel like there's a reason why we hear certain things and they resonate and we feel it in our soul. It's not because I, I'm you're learning something that you never knew you're remembering something so have this energy because i still take lots of courses i still read a lot of books when i do these things and i read these things from this energy of this is gonna be fun i'm going to enjoy this i love learning about manifestation i love seeing other people's approaches and other people's thoughts on these topics instead of I'm going to keep taking courses because I'm missing something. Something's not working. The energy has completely shifted for me. And I realized once I really started just trusting myself and what I'm doing and following the information that I'm getting that resonates with me, the insights naturally come to me. Like I said, I've been just getting all these downloads without me having to listen to anything, without me having to read books. I'll just be quiet by myself and I just get these profound ideas and I'm like, oh my goodness. This resonates so much, but I know it's me remembering part of this beautiful life experience that we're supposed to be experiencing rather than the old thoughts and the old beliefs that are outdated. And now that I've lovingly chosen other things for myself, more and more of the things that resonate with me are coming into my life. And it's allowing for all this to be fun, easy, and natural. The tools, the techniques, the courses, they're supposed to add to your experience. They're not supposed to make your experience, they're not supposed to be the answer because again, you are the creator of your reality, no one else. And so these things are supposed to help you remember, but they're not supposed to dictate or give you the answers. You already have all of the answers within you. So whatever tools, affirmations, meditations, um, subliminals, your scripting, whatever it is that you do in order to get into the feeling of your manifestation. And I strongly suggest that you pick something that you love to do. And it doesn't even have to be a big thing where you have to put aside an hour a day to do it. A lot of my spiritual practice now, because I want this to be a lifestyle and not just something that I'm doing just to do, I want it to be something that is a part of who I am. I will do a lot of these things like in my head while I'm working. Sometimes I'll listen to audibles while I'm working, high vibe audibles and podcasts and YouTube videos. But sometimes if I don't have anything playing, I'll just be in my head visualizing, thinking about my amazing life and affirming and doing the self-concept statements and whatever it is that puts me in that mood and I do it from an energy of not trying to make my manifestation happen but truly feeling into and believing and knowing that my manifestation exists I'm just allowing myself to enjoy it when you do these techniques and these tools I read something actually in a book yesterday that was like If you were to close your eyes right now and visualize the life that you wanted, everything that you are wanting to manifest, 
and then you open your eyes and it instantly manifested right before your eyes, how would you feel? Allow yourself to feel that feeling when you're doing your scripting, when you're doing your affirmations, because you are worthy and deserving of everything you want right now. So you have to have this energy of, I'm going to finish this. Like if I were to finish this tool or this technique right now, my manifestation is going to be here when I turn my head from this side of the room to the other side. By the time I make it back, my manifestation is going to be there. Like just have that energy. Like what would that feel like? And allow yourself to have that energy as you do these tools and these techniques, whatever it is that resonates with you and really feel into the fact that everything exists for you right now. Like everything is done instead of doing these things from an energy of I want it to happen or I hope this is going to happen. Don't give your power away to the tool or to the technique, the meditation or the affirmation. You are the power. These things are, again, they're just tools. They're meant to make this fun, easy, and natural. So allow yourself to find those things that resonate with you and allow yourself to infuse them with the power of this already exists for me and this is just a way in which I enjoy its existence. Instead of I'm going to script my reality into existence. Remember, everything that you want to experience exists for you right now in this very moment and you are worthy and deserving of all of it. Okay, so the last rule, the last step is step number six and it's kind of like the number one rule. Once you allow yourself to change your relationship with your subconscious mind and tell yourself how easy and fun it's going to be and allow yourself to focus on the positive and the good things in life, self-concept is key. And it's literally the number one rule because your self-concept is what dictates what your conscious mind is running on repeat throughout the day, which then dictates what impresses on your subconscious mind. So I have so many episodes on here on self-concept, how to build a strong self-concept. Your self-concept, for those of you who don't know, is basically how you see yourself within this life experience and how you believe other people see you within this life experience. So think about your self-concept in relation to whatever it is that you are manifesting. Do you, for example, are wanting to manifest love? Do you think that people see you as a weird person so no one will ever love you? Do you think that people don't trust you and that's why it's hard for you to get into relationships? Do you see yourself as unattractive and is, is that why you think people don't want to be in a relationship with you? If you think those things about yourself or if you think that people think that about you, that self-concept is not in alignment with being in love with an amazing partner who treats you amazingly and who loves you unconditionally. Those statements are contradictory because those concepts will make it impossible for you to find the type of love that you want, no matter how bad you want it. 
It's possible that you can manifest love or someone who you perceive as your lover, but maybe they won't treat you the way that you'd want them to, or maybe they won't be faithful because you have a stronger belief of the opposite. And so that is why self-concept is the most important thing. Because again, your self-concept is going to dictate what you are impressing on your subconscious mind. So having a strong self-concept is the most important thing when it comes to manifesting any and everything. When you have a strong self-concept, you are relaying to your subconscious mind that you expect good things for you, that you think you're a good person, that you're worthy and deserving, that you're loved and appreciated, that manifestation is fun, easy, and natural. When you build up this self-concept, you allow yourself to naturally radiate this energy when you go out into the world. That is why it's important for whatever area it is that you are manifesting, figure out what your current self-concept is within that area. Again, with the love example, really sit down and let yourself write out what do you think people think about you as a person? What do you think about the partner that you are trying to manifest? Whether if you're manifesting boys or girls, what do you think about boys or girls? How do you feel about them? What do you think about love? You're trying to manifest love. What do you think about love? Do you think love is easy? Do you think love is hard? And really allow yourself to break down within those areas, your concepts. What do you think? And be truly honest with yourself. And that is a powerful way to realize where you're vibrating at and to get a very clear idea on where you are in relation with your manifestation and in relation to what it is that you're impressing your subconscious mind with. And then allow yourself to go in on that self-love journey. Allow yourself to believe in yourself and to flip the script on any self-concepts that aren't in alignment with the things that you are trying to manifest. That first and foremost starts with self-love and that's why building your self-love and your self-concept is even more important than listing out the traits that you want for your partner. Because if you list out all of these amazing traits for your partner, you put your partner on a pedestal and you agree that this partner is the perfect partner for you, but then you have the self-concept that you're not worthy and deserving of love, that love is hard, that no one pays attention to you, that people just abandon you. Even if that amazing partner exists, you won't be able to manifest them in your life. And if you do manifest that amazing partner in your life, you won't manifest them as that version because that version cannot exist in your current reality in order for you to fully enjoy it if you do not think that you're worthy and deserving of it. Or if you do not think it's possible because, for example, you think men are cheats. You're scripting that you have the most faithful boyfriend or husband But in the back of your mind, you're like, all men cheat or all the cute guys are gay. (laughs) If any gay guys are listening to this, that was like literally in the collective consciousness of single straight women for so long. It's like ridiculous now that I look at it. That all the good guys are either taken or they're gay. That was like such a big thing. So how can you like, I, I hope it's not a thing anymore. I hope you guys have strayed away from that. But it's like, how could you like script that you have the most amazing boyfriend, but then you tell yourself, oh, but he doesn't really exist because he's either gay or he's with someone else. Whatever it is that you are manifesting, really allow yourself to pinpoint your self-concept in that area 
as well as what you think about the things that you're manifesting, how you feel about them overall. Get very clear on that. Flip whatever scripts need to be flipped. Enhance the ones that resonate with you and allow your manifestations to be fun, easy, and natural. Okay, guys, I really hope this is not going to be super long. I don't think it has been. My last one was very long, so I'm going to stop it right here. I really, really hope that this resonates with you. Thank you to the beautiful listener who suggested this topic. Like I mentioned, I really do read the comments that you guys leave. I do look at the results of any polls that I leave on Spotify. If you are on Spotify and you do have any suggestions for any episodes, if you have any comments, you want to just say something, let me know. And I also love that I'm able to kind of semi-connect with you guys in that little section. So again, I did this last time. People who are still listening at this point, I asked for them to do an upside down smiley face and a lot of you answered back so thank you so much for listening all the way to the end that means a lot to me so if you are still listening at this point let me know if you're on spotify by commenting the name of the country you're from and the flag that's how i'll know that you are still listening at this point and if you are thank you so much i appreciate it so much so that's it for this episode i hope that it resonated with you I love, value, and appreciate all of you, and I'm wishing you guys the very best. Until next time, I am sending you all peace, love, and high vibes. Bye!